0: Cleveland Cavaliers podcast, that's rather Cavaliers, sitting here with my boy Tate and my boy BP, reminiscing about the 106-95 loss of the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight to close out the series against the New York Knicks. Tonight, we're being brought to you live from Fans First Sports Network, and we're sitting around talking about what happened with our poor Cavs. Tate, quick wrap-up, quick talk. What's going on with the Cavs tonight, man?
2: Yeah, man. This is just an instant reaction, right? Instant reaction show, right? We're gonna break everything down in the next episode, for sure. So my instant reaction, man, is the Cavs again. Like I said, after Game Four, outworked, outhustled, and today I'm even add outclassed, and JB Bickerstaff was outcoached. Mm. I mean Mitchell Robinson, Jared Allen, same age. I mean Jared Allen didn't show any kind of any kind of fight, any kind of heart. He shot a shot shot in the first quarter just like and got a block back in his face because he just was so nonchalant about it. You know what I mean? Evan Mobley. Well Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley had six points, nine rebounds. Correct. Not enough. Correct. Jared Allen had four points, four rebounds. Correct. So you telling me Mitchell Robinson, not only did he he outscore both of them. I said nine and four is 13. Mm-hmm. Mitchell Robinson had 13 and 18 rebounds and three blocks.
0: Correct. And not, That's, out of those 18 rebounds, nine were offensive rebounds.
2: He killed them on the boards by himself. Right, exactly. Offensive rebounds killed us all night. I think it was something like. Probably like 21 to 4 or something like that. Something ridiculous like that as Correct. far as offensive boards. Correct. Yeah, man. So I'm just disappointed, man. And I think, I hate to say it because I want to support the guy and I'm talking about JB. Mm. But when the team comes out and plays like that lays an egg like that in elimination game like they have all series, that's coaching, man. Mm. It's not X's and O's. It's the ability for the coach to get the team up for the moment. Mm. And it seems to me JB has has had an inability throughout this five games to do that outside of game two.
0: Yeah. Definitely. I mean, what,
2: what are your thoughts?
0: Definitely. Instant, my instant reaction or instant feel about what's going on with the Cavs is that you look at some of the trades that we made. And, you know, I love Donovan Mitchell. I think he's a first-team All-NBA player. But was he worth it? You know, I think if we would have kept Sexton, if we would have kept marketing, if we would have kept the kid out of Kansas, if we don't cut Kevin Love – This is a completely different series for the Cleveland Cavaliers because I think we got out-toughed and we got out-hustled. And that showed definitely on the offensive boards and the depth that the New York Knicks had in the bench versus the depth that the Cleveland Cavaliers had in the bench. A stars are going to score. That's what they do. That's what they're paid to do. The big-time players show up in big-time games, but they cannot be expected to win the whole game for the Cavs. And I think we went too guard-centric, and we relied on Garland and Mitchell. And if they, if those guys didn't show up and basically get a 40 ball or a 50 ball, we were outdone, outmatched, and in some ways outcoached. So I'm feeling that the Cavs needed to really look at what they did to their roster and realize that in this offseason, we got to move forward and get bigger, stronger, and more grimier, especially in the low post and the outside wing areas. We need more 3 and D guys. If we don't have 3 and D. We can't win. That's just my take on the Cavs.
2: I don't disagree. Okoro played well tonight, but I will say last year, last season, you do realize Utah made it to the playoffs. Correct. And this year they didn't. Correct. And last year Cleveland didn't, and this year they did. Correct.
0: But what's the what's oh. good making the playoffs in the first round exit? You know, we're, we're in it to win it. You know, that's just that's how I'm true. Looking at I it. I
2: mean, I'm not making excuses. They are young. First time they've been hitting the mouth. I think the, the fact that they lost to... Both Brooklyn and Atlanta last year in the play in game set them back. They could have got they could have got this beat down, this experience last year. Yeah. And been more ready this year. Yeah. At least the young guys. But uh yeah, man. So I, the trade, it did, it did cost a lot, but it cost a lot to get a super first team all NBA player and superstar. Agreed. Right? Agreed. And agreed. I think I think the ceiling is higher. I don't know if we had had Sexton and marketing. We'd have been any better. we have been a little deeper, maybe,
0: hmm.
2: but I don't think we would have been any better. I mean, that none of those guys were going to be, were going to be the grit and grind, tough guys we needed. You hmm. know, what I mean, he put Lamar Stevens in for about two minutes tonight, he No did, then didn't, didn't really get a chance to get his feet wet. But he could have, he could have went with because Julius Randle was having his way early with Mobley and Allen both. Yeah,
0: until the ankle injury. To yeah, to the
2: angle injury. Just putting his yeah. head down, bullying him to the hole, hitting him in the chest and going up. Yeah. Nothing special. Yeah. Just bully ball.
0: Yeah. And then was, and then in the third quarter too, man, the Knicks bench showed up big time because Obi Toppin started him out with that early 7-0 run. And I was like, man, how is this guy coming off the bench? And then when they inserted Josh Hart, it even got worse. So, you know, that's what and, I was saying. And, the depth and, hurt us. And
2: Quigley. Yeah, Quigley hurt us too. But Okoro played well. Chetty hit some shots. I mean, but they're just not deep enough. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, so I don't know, man, but moving forward, we're going to talk about exactly what we want to do in the offseason, what we need to do, not what we want to do, what we need to do. Uh, Yeah, man, I'm at a loss of words right now. I mean, this this team, I was expecting at least a seven-game series in the first round. Yeah. I really was expecting to get out the first round, but what I saw – the Knicks came out tough in game one and in game two we 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 won one. I said, oh, this is gonna go savvy. Mm. But you know, for it to be three games in a row where we just get smoked, basically. Yeah. I'm truly disappointed, man. So I'm gonna loss of words. And yeah, we, we can go ahead and wrap it up, man. And um when will when when's a good good day to be back? We want to come back, want to try and talk about the wrap up the, the series and the season on Saturday. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. That
0: sounds like a plan. VP, real quick, man, we're wrapping up the the Rather Cavaliers podcast with a quick one-second reaction or quick reaction about the loss of the Cleveland Cavaliers. So with a quick reaction, what did the Cleveland Cavaliers do to lose this game this evening and close the series out against the Knicks?
1: Yeah, it was very disappointing, but the Cavs were down the whole game. You know, they were just – I didn't look at the final stats, but it was all about offensive rebounds for the Knicks – We made Mitchell Robinson look like Wilt Chamberlain Mm -hmm. and uh, I think a lot of times the Cavs guards got beat by the Knicks guards and so you know the, the our big guys were helping out and they were vulnerable to these offensive rebounds but still I mean there's no excuse. This was a like a talent and a roster you know victory for the Knicks. I think they you know they really Mitchell Robinson has never played this well so he really was outstanding Brunson was outstanding. R.J. Barrett at one point had 19 or I think 21 points in this game. Mm-hmm. So the Knicks, they're they're they proved to be a better team than the Cavs. I mean it's it's shocking to all of us Cavs fans, but in my in the end, I, you know, the Knicks are a better team all no, the way well, around from the well, start, you know, the bench, and the coaching.
2: You no, know, I agree with you on all aspects pretty much, BP, but from a talent perspective, I don't know that they're better. They're just tougher. They're coached tougher, they're coached better, and I think it comes down to effort, energy, want to, and coaching. Mm. Mm.
1: So that's, that's, I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm very disappointed, and you know, Jared Allen, I didn't see his final statistics, but he, I mean, Mitchell Robinson just toyed with him. All evening. It was crazy. Yeah, four,
2: four, 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 four points, four rebounds for Jared Allen.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, he's a super nice guy, but you know, this series, he got completely embarrassed by Mitchell Robinson. So, you know, just it's unfortunate. You know, I thought the Cavs and and the Cavs again scored under 100 points tonight, you know, so the Knicks defense was very good. This wasn't just about the Knicks outscored us or shot better. They their defense was really good, you know, like really good from even Brunson's defense is good. And of course, you know, uh, Josh Hart, you know, they were just their defense was fantastic. and I mean, Randall missed the second half and we still lost by 10 or 12 points. Correct. I mean, they lost their best or second best player, you know, an all-star player, and we still—I mean, if we played this team a hundred times, we're going to lose, you know, most of the times. I hate to say it, so mm-hmm. the Cavs have a lot mm-hmm. of figuring to do this off-season. For sure, they want For to sure. advance in these playoffs. For sure. Well, you,
2: well yeah, BP, and that's what—that's what Big G and I were talking about. What we—we um, we, we told everybody this is just an instant reaction show. we going—we we talked about the game real quick and the uh, the bad beat down the Cavs took. And we'll we'll be back to talk about, to wrap up the series and wrap up the season and let everybody know what what our plans are going forward for the podcast during the offseason. For sure. With that, if you guys got closing thoughts, go ahead and say what you guys say, and then Big G, take us home, man.
0: Yeah, my closing thoughts is that this is going to be an interesting offseason for the Cavs with the adjustments to the roster and possibly some adjustments from the coaching staff. But they got their feet wet, and I agree. They're still a relatively young team, so I look forward to the future with the Cleveland Cavaliers and really see what's going to happen in order to develop our roster and move us forward to become a contender for an NBA championship.
2: I need, uh, I need, I need, I need Evan Mobley to put on 15 pounds and be in the weight room starting starting May first. Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree with Big G. I agree with you Tate on all your points here. I mean, the Cavs, the only good news is that this was some very good playoff experience that they never had before. Last year there was just a play-in tournament. So they're they're taking baby steps. Remember Julius Randle and Brunson, they've been in the league a lot longer than guys like Mobley and Okoro and Garland. So right. to me, Jonathan Mitchell had a very disappointing series. He's really got to look himself in the mirror and see what happened here. But he I don't know his final stats again from today, but 11 11, 11, 11,
2: 11 to 26 from the field, three to 12 from three-point line, 28.7 rebounds, five assists.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, the Cavs also, you know, they got to be loaded for Bear next season. Like at the trade deadline, they didn't make a move. You know, they should have. They should have brought in Kelly Oubre Jr. They should have brought in, you know, just, you know, Gordon Hayward. You know, there was guys they could have had. I think Dan Gilbert needs to open up his pocketbook, you know, and then this team, just like the Knicks have a high payroll, the Golden State Warriors have a huge payroll, the Lakers have a huge payroll, we're going to have to, you know, go up to that dotted line for, on the payroll to bring in, you know, the best players and, and really fortify the team and the bench going forward.
0: Agreed, agreed.
1: I still want to say it was a great season. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not even that disappointed. You know, this is a young team, like you guys said, and uh, I still, I think the future still looks good. Remember, Giannis Antetokounmpo has been elite league for 10 years. Mobley's been in the league for two years. So there's, you know, this is not an overnight sensation. It takes years and years to build a championship type team.
2: And Giannis was recently quoted as saying, there's no reason Evan Mobley can't be the best player in the NBA. Giannis Giannis said that. The best player in the NBA said that about Evan Mobley. For sure, for sure. All right,
0: fellas, we're going to get out of here. Thanks again for watching and tuning into us this season with That's Rather Cavaliers. Cleveland Cavaliers podcast on the Fans First Sports Network. Instant reaction of the closing season game against the New York Knicks. For BP, for Big G, and my man Tate, we're out of here. Peace.